Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Revolution. This is Chachi. And again, in my never-ending quest to get people to think in terms of expectations and how we understand expectations and how we apply expectations, right? Everything and everything having to do with expectations because expectations shape everything. They, they shape our emotions. They help shape our sanity, our, our mental well-being, right? And so today is, is a perfect example of this. Um, I have an event coming up and I had to go to this one store to get some custom stuff made and, and that was fine. And it's relatively last minute uh, because the other vendor that I had fell through the cracks. So that kind of sucks. So I went in and I talked to this gentleman who himself is uh, a military veteran. So proud to do business and, and support other veterans. But here's the thing about expectations, right? Is, is we had a good conversation about this. So I walked into his shop full well knowing that I needed these things made, that it was probably one hell of an, an ask of me and not knowing how much time, energy or material he had to put into this. And so I said, hey, can this be done? Because I need to have these made. I need to have these sent out by the end of the week. Right. So I was very upfront. This is what we need. This is what I'm looking for. Blah, blah, blah. I went into his store on Monday. So he says, yep, yeah, okay, I can do 50 of these and we can have them done by Wednesday, you know, and or Thursday. Okay, cool. I get that. That's fine. Other than here it is. It's a Friday morning. I haven't heard from him. I tried to call. Nobody answers. So I drove over there and they're like, hey, uh, he's working on them now. They, they should be ready w- within an hour. So in my time here in Central Phoenix, like me picking me up at... 2 p.m. on a Friday afternoon to try and get them shipped so they can be put into use Monday uh, all the way in North Carolina is very problematic. Like I really needed Friday to, to make this happen. And so I'm going over my conversation that I'm going to have with him and say, hey, man, like I, I absolutely get this right. And and, and, and realistically, the, the guy should have said no. Right. If he couldn't have gotten it done by Thursday, then the answer is no. But because he led my expectations. I knew that this was a tight turn and he said, Hey, I'm going to try, I try and get them to you Wednesday, Thursday at the latest. I said, okay, great. I can deal with that. The fact that it pushed into Friday, I'm now pissed. Why? Because any deviation to an expectation causes frustration. So this guy gave me an expectation. We agreed to it. He didn't live up to his end of the bargain. So now I'm pissed off. Right. And this is how expectations work. Had I gone over there on Thursday and he would have had them ready, I would have been fine. I would have been, I wouldn't have been happy. I just would have been me, right? Because that was my expectation. Now, what if I go in there on Monday and I turn my stuff in and he calls me Tuesday and he says, hey, uh, I had some time yesterday, some stuff freed up, knocked them out, went all night, kind of worked on it this morning. They're done today if you want to drop by and pick them up. I'm ecstatic. Why? Because he exceeded my expectation. Because my expectation was Wednesday or Thursday. If they were done Wednesday morning, I would have been happy, right? Thursday was the the, the drop dead date. But now he didn't make Thursday, so now I'm pissed, right? And this is how expectations work. But now we have to ask ourselves, if I'm mad about something, you know, I talk about this when I have my, my two by four, when I talk about how we understand expectations in the past, right? And so the first two questions that I have to ask myself was, was I absolutely clear on my expectations and were those expectations realistic, right? And my answer to that is yes and yes. I successfully articulated what I needed these for and when I needed them by. 
So he knew he was in a time crunch. He knew that I had to overnight them or get them to North Carolina as quickly as possible. So, so you know, lo- lo- looking back at it, right, I, I have every right to be mad. And a lot of times this isn't the case. I really have to be honest with you. There are so many times when I ask myself the, the, the two by four. And again, you'll have to go back and look through some of my other podcasts where I talk about understanding expectations. And the, the two by four is simply this. When something goes awry or we're looking to debrief something that happened in the past, and something, you know, something bad happened, something not great happened. There was something that maybe it wasn't catastrophic, but we definitely could have learned a lesson from. We applied the two by four. We ask ourselves as the leader individually, those two questions I just asked. Was I absolutely clear um, on my expectations? And did I do everything in my power to help that person find success? Right. If I answer no to either one of those questions, then it really doesn't matter what these follow up four questions are, because I will have needed to do my due diligence. Right. And so so but in this case, like this is a rare example where I can say, yes, I did do my due diligence and explain to them. I gave them all the the perspective. I gave them the background. I gave the context of what I needed and why I needed it by. And again, you know, huge thanks to uh, to a lot of the, the people that, that I've gotten to meet. And so so J.W., Jason Womack, uh, who's teaching down at, at uh, Maxwell Air Force Base and like Air Command and Staff College World. You know, uh, Simon Sinek is very good about talking about why. Right. We need to explain why we have the law of the golden circle. And I absolutely support that. I think it's phenomenal. And I think that that Simon Sinek is the right person in the right place at the right time to help understand, to help leaders understand that why is so vitally important. But what JW does is he's taken it a little bit like two steps further. And I absolutely love it. And he talks about why, because, so that. And I've mentioned this in my, my podcast before, and I think it's absolutely huge, right? So if I want to talk to this guy and I want to say why I need these by Wednesday or Thursday, I need them because I have an event going on and I need them by this time so that I can get them in the mail and ship them uh, before weekend's over and they, they can receive them and put them into use Monday morning, right? The why, because, so that. I think it's absolutely huge. So, you know, huge credit to him for teaching me that. But I successfully articulated that in those first two questions. But then, you know, the next four questions, as we're talking about the whole two by four thing, is what was the expectation, right? Was it really an expectation, i.e., was it an assumption, an anticipation, or an expectation, you know? And, and then, then we talk about was it clearly communicated? Was it realistic? These are all these things like, like these were communicated. This was a conversation that I had with this gentleman going back and forth. And I can say that, yes, this absolutely happened. So when this happens, this is the time where I can go in and I can have that conversation where I can allow myself to be a little bit pissed off, to be a little bit frustrated. Now, the key here is that I can never abandon the moral high ground. Leaders can never abandon the moral high ground. Because if I go into this shop and I start cursing or I start, you know, if I start screaming, right, or if I start yelling and I do all this stuff, what I do is I instantly morph the focus of the conversation from where I was wronged when I first walked through the door. The conversation now changes to where I am now wrong because I'm wronging somebody else because of of my behavior. And good human beings and good leaders do not abandon the moral high ground. So if I want to have a conversation with this guy, I really have to be honest. I was like, hey, sir, I, you know, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty upset about this. I know that you are doing me a favor. And I know that you took this last minute order and you did that for me. And, and I absolutely appreciate that. However, 
if you couldn't have gotten it done on that timeline that I requested, you should have said no. You absolutely should have said no so I could go source another vendor so I can go try and make this happen and then hopefully can get it done by the timeline for which I am now being held to. Right. So if he comes in, he's like, well, it, it was a last minute order and I, I did my, my very best. I was like, no, no, no. You said Wednesday or Thursday. You're the expert in this. I didn't give you that timeline. You said I can have it to you probably Wednesday, no later than Thursday. When I agree to that, that's me saying, okay, worst case scenario, I'm okay with receiving them Thursday. Let's move forward from there. But if we have this conversation, he's like, well, you know, I, I, I did it a favor, did you a favor, and I absolutely, you know, I just kind of squoze this in here. You know, I have, have a lot of other shit going on. I'm like, hey, hey, dude, get it. Then you should have said no, right? When, when it comes to customer service, if you didn't get it right, you should have said no. I appreciate your effort. I appreciate your attempt, right? But you didn't even give me a phone call. You didn't answer the phone call when I called earlier today, about 30 minutes before I drove over there to see what was going on. Because he didn't do that, I, 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 got, I got really frustrated. And he didn't even go to the front door like he did last time. And again, uh, one time does not a trend make. Maybe he normally doesn't go to the door, right? But, but uh, it's, yeah, so again, so just, just very upset on how this is playing out because of my understanding of expectations. But now moving forward, as I continue this conversation with this gentleman and this, this organization, I have to be very mindful of all my leadership skills. Maintain the moral high ground, shape a good conversation, understand some of their perspective. And again, like, like I go to this with Cape, like this is why I created this whole system. I need to successfully articulate what I care about. I need to address how aligned we are to achieve what we care about. I need to talk about different perspectives and priorities. And then lastly, we need to talk about what is the expectation moving forward. We talked about this, said, Hey, I need, like, I would like 200, right. But I get probably 200 isn't unreasonable. Like what is the max number you can give me? And he said 50. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm good with 50. Let's rock with 50. Let's, let's, let, let's do that. Then we talked about how aligned we are with this and it kind of bled into perspective priorities, right? And it, it kind of morphed into it to him. You know, it was a number one priority for me, but I don't get to share that, right? I have my perspective as, as a, as a customer, obviously you're going to try and do whatever you can to fulfill my needs as soon as you can. So having that conversation, right? But again, so we talked about alignment and perspective. He told me everything that he had going on, what he needed to do. He was the only person who could like hot solder and cut these different things for, you know, he needed to have happen. So in which case it couldn't go next week. And if it had to happen, it had to be in these two days. So he had to figure out if he was available to do these 50 items, right? Which, you know, as it turns out, he was available, I guess, kind of, sort of, maybe, you know, depending on how you want to, you know, infer this for how this situation has played out. So we had the conversation. And then finally we led the expectation. Okay. Yes, I can do this. I can do 50 of them to the standard that you want. I can have them done uh, Wednesday, no later than Thursday. And because we have that conversation, I now have a mechanism to go and explain a frustration to him. And that's what expectations are about. Now, imagine this is your workplace. And I know a lot of us have had these bosses to where, hey, we agreed on something and then it didn't happen. You said you would have it to me by this date and that didn't happen. So what's up, right? A, a, a lot of times as we talk about the whole two by four, we'll figure out that maybe we weren't clear on the expectations. Maybe it wasn't an expectation at all. And it was, you know, an anticipation or, or at very worst an assumption, right? As we break this down, our ability to have this type of conversation about frustration that happens inside the workplace is going to be predicated on our ability to speak inside the construct of a communication mechanism that we're both agreed to. We have both signed up for it. We, we, we know what's going on. This is it. And again, this, an emotionally intelligent leader, 
Like if somebody were, were to come into my office to complain, if I were the shop owner in this case, right? And a customer came in and they're like, hey, Chachi, I really want, want to cape this because I'm frustrated. Okay, cool. As we broke it down, I would be able to look and see where I was wrong, where I was, I probably didn't lie to the person. And perhaps I was incorrect in my ability to lead an expectation for the timeline involved and the number of days it would take. But it allows me to have that conversation. And if I'm trained on the system and I understand the system, I'm okay with this person giving me this feedback, right? Because he's not talking about whether he's right or wrong. He's not talking about realistically whether I'm right or wrong. But what we're talking about is whether we got the conversation right or wrong. And a lot of this, maybe we can only, you know, look at in past tense, right? And, you know, we can, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, so we figured out that way. But our ability to do this is going to be key. And so, so think about this moving forward. If you want to understand expectations, go check out some of these past podcasts. I, I explained the Pachase 8. I, I talk about how all this stuff comes into this. But at the end of the day, your ability to understand successfully and successfully communicate expectations and receive communication about expectations is going to be the key to so much. So much of just your, your sanity, your mental well-being and, and a good emotional state ability to have conversations that revolve around expectations is going to be key for all those very same reasons. So, man, I, I appreciate you uh, you tuning in. I appreciate you listening. And again, I, I really hope this helped. I hope you're able to get something out of this. And again, I try and use as many examples as I have. And again, I use these examples from my everyday life. This is something that happened to me about 45 minutes ago. And I'm getting ready to hop in my Jeep and drive over to the store and have this conversation, express some of my frustration and the fact that he blew a timeline that we had agreed to, but he set the timeline and he's the expert at it. That's why I'm mad. You know, if he'd blown a timeline that I was trying to push, I can understand if, if he didn't make it. And again, but there was no phone call. There was no email. There was no, hey, I'm sorry, I'm going to bust it. You know, will this work? Blah, blah, blah. Hopefully he offers me a discount or something like that. Something to, you know, just kind of curb some of my frustration and, and, and anguish. So we'll, uh, we will see what happens. So, uh, ah, I appreciate you tuning in as always. I hope you're having a great Friday or whenever you're listening to this. Hope you're having a great weekend. I just hope you're having a great day. I hope you get to spend some time with the ones you love and family and friends or maybe just your kids, right? Or your fur babies or go out in the mountains or, or sit quietly on a beach with a book, right? Take some time for you. Take some time for you to make you the best version of you that you can possibly be. I appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you here next time on the Cape Lead Revolution. This is Chachi reminding you to always educate, anticipate, and dominate. We'll talk to you soon, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.